am special guest. A modern day Franklin Pierce. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host, Dave. And as always, beside me, many miles away, is... Trevor. That's right, because we do this through uh, the the miracle of modern technology, and we're not actually right beside each other, not physically. Not physically. Always spiritually. Spiritually very close. Um, yes. Last, last week, very close, uh, running a race before uh, we got to... We got to talk about it, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, th- this week far apart. Yeah, we were as we crossed the finish line. We were about as as close as we could be as we clasped hands and and crossed the line at the Brooklyn Five K. But uh, we're we're many hundred miles apart now. Yeah, and you and you're even farther than usual. Uh, t- where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Intervale, New Hampshire. That sounds nice. And what brings you to uh, that lovely part of the country? I am. I'm doing a, a race tomorrow, the the presidential traverse. Wow! So this is this is an exciting episode right off the bat. I think <laughs> pre race pre race episode. Yeah, um, and we previewed it a little bit last time, so we'll see how much of that we we get to. We certainly have some regular business, um, but I think we talked about you know this is interesting because it's the night before a big event and. You know, sort of, we'll 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 talk about expectations, and and then we'll we'll get to see probably on the next episode how it actually went. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's a two parter, and it's going to have a cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: <laughs> we won't know the results of tomorrow's race at the end of tonight's episode. No, we won't. But uh, but it's exciting. Yeah, it might be the most exciting pre race episode since our pilot, which was uh, just before the Providence Marathon. Just before Providence, yeah, because we had a couple big events uh, each of us this year, and and Providence was your first. This is this is your second this, big one, I'd say. This is the second big one, but the first of like the two marquee sort of big ones for the year. Yeah, um, the next one coming up in September. Okay, um, but. Uh, but yeah, so I'm here in Intervale and um, just 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 happy to be on on the pod. Oh my god, happy yeah, happy you're able to pod. Do we want to preview the race off the bat, or do we want to go to some some regular pod business before getting down to the nitty gritty of, of what you're doing up there? Well, why don't we start with uh, week week in running? Okay, how was your how was your week in running? Well, my week in running was was pretty good, mostly, um, you know, mostly just a, a few regular, you know. Four or five, six mile runs. I did a nine mile run, um, which was nice. I've been mostly running on the treadmill to try to stay out of the oppressive heat <laughs> that we had. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, and, and then maybe most excitingly, I, today I was able to do my strides for speed exercise. Oh, as rec- rec- recommended by by multiple listeners. Yep, it was written into the mailbag. Uh, by our longtime listener, and then by another listener, and then another listener. At least two listeners suggested strides for speed, and after some really patient explaining by you, <laughs> I think I finally understood what it was, and uh, I attempted that today um, on on the treadmill as well. On the treadmill, well, that's a good way to do it, and and so I'd love to hear about it before we jump jump into it. Um, we we also had a little bit of uh, a rare a rarity here on the Power Motion Picnic Hour, a little little outbound mailbag. Um, oh. yeah, because a question had come up. You you had asked quite fairly what 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 will the strides do for me? Yeah, 
Seems fair to ask. Re- reasonable question. <laughs> reasonable, reasonable question um, for the scientific mind. And, and I think we, we got... I'm just so inquisitive and full of wonder. <laughs> we, we did get an answer that was um, a bit more accurate and precise and detailed than my speculation on air uh, last time. So we, 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 did, we did circle in on bio, biomechanical recruitment uh, running economy, um, effectively doing the strides to raise the, the bottom floor of, of, of your easy running was, was the response we got back. So the more strides you do, sort of the, the faster your slow pace will become. That's exciting. I'd like, I'd like to, to get to that place. Um, yeah, I did it. I did like a 20 minute, very slow warm up on the treadmill. Nice. Then I did, uh, what I'm supposed to do 30 seconds mm-hmm. at, like a, at like a seven, minute mile pace how'd that that feel oh fine (laughs) i was wondering afterwards if i I should have told you to go a little bit faster than seven but i think for the first one just to get a feel yeah so yeah i did it at like i did it at 1.5 incline on the treadmill i was running my slow part at 5.5 miles per Mm -hmm. hour and i would go up to 8.6 and then um i was feeling feeling fine i took about two minutes in between Mm-hmm. good but so eventually i think i was feeling too fine <laughs> so like eventually I, I started only going down to 6.1 instead of 5.5 okay and then um after the fifth <laughs> one uh i upped the um the incline by 0.5 so i got to nice two and i did it again um and so i did anyway i ended and so i and then i the next time i did the same thing i upped the incline again so I did it. I ended up doing it twelve total times each time, <laughs> bumping up the incline one tick. Nice. So I got up to because I our, our our longtime listener when she wrote in originally said to do it sometimes on hills, and yeah. I know I don't think like four four clicks of the incline button uh, on a treadmill counts as a hill, but I figured I would just add a little bit of that. So by by the end I was at the five five percent incline. Um, I think that's awesome. I mean, from from what I what I know about it. Um, even a moderate incline like that is, is very helpful. You can do steeper inclines. You can do these like short bursts of like max effort, like 15 seconds on like very steep stuff. And that's also a good thing to do. But Uh, I think for the, for, for starting out your first speed workout, um, it sounds like you nailed it. It was super fun. (laughs) And so maybe, yeah, maybe if anyone wants to write back in and tell me if I, I did that remotely correctly, uh, there we go. But it, yeah, it was great. I would consider it successful, at least for the goal of enjoying myself. Um, that's that's the main goal, right? Yeah. I think we, we decided on that. And you you prepared a special uh, playlist for me to listen to while I did it. Did you did you listen? I did. And I mean, I listened to the whole thing. And I got, I'm going to try to find it. Um, I don't know where it is. But the only problem was that once I got on the treadmill, um, my right earbud died immediately which it has done now for Ooh. past four times so yeah i think i'm gonna have to at some point stride back into the gear shed and pull out a <laughs> usatf <laughs> official throwing hammer <laughs> smash that thing uh, re-rate the skull candies level yeah, them down zero. zero zero out of zero units sorry skull candy um it's, it's funny you, you mentioned that because right now I'm, I'm looking at my beats uh whatever they're called power beats i realized i was incorrectly 
referring to them as like what I think is a Bose brand, like SoundSport or something, mm-hmm. which Bose are actually great. I've never had a problem with Bose, but these, these Powerbeats pros, um, great when they work. And right now I'm taking a gamble that they will, they will charge fully and I'll be able to use them at least for tomorrow because they just stay in my ear much better than the, the anchors, wow. which, which fall out frequently. Okay. So we'll see. That'll be another exciting thing to, to hear about in the post-race breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I should make it clear that I didn't want wireless headphones. I had to get these because <laughs> I got a new phone after after six years. <laughs> I, I try I mean, not to replace technology too quickly. Yeah, to to be clear, as far as it as far as technology is concerned, we never asked for any of this. No, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be fine with a Walkman. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, mean, I guess that's an option. So it is. It's right. a little bit. It's a little bit on the heavy side, but. Uh, you know, I, I have I have one, so maybe I'll maybe I'll try that out next time. Lucky, lucky you. Well, yeah. um, so you, so you you listened out of one ear. Yeah, I listened out of one ear, and uh, the playlist was was great. I'm trying to find it. Um, I was worried that when you said there was a problem, it would have been in reference to like overgrown garden by the Brendan Eater ensemble playing like mid stride and, and you're just losing all energy. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So I just got the playlist up. That was one of my favorite songs from the playlist. Oh, Over, excellent. Overgrown garden by Brendan Eater ensemble. He's a composer, uh, living in LA and just just composes composes music the the backstory to that album cape cod cottage is actually is actually wonderful he 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 plays uh edward blankman and the backstory is fiction i think fictionally that uh, edward blankman was like a retired science teacher or something who like moved to to cape cod and and like wrote all this uh like minimalist classic classic music that was that was like eventually found years later and, and performed uh something like that it's it's pretty cool but I, I'm, I'm not sure how much is real and how much is is just sort of uh made up well it was pretty great um and i can't wait to listen to the whole thing and i hope it's all made up um <laughs> i would definitely say overgrown garden by brendan eater ensemble runs um awesome you may, wow. yeah we, we should share this playlist it was pretty good um overall it was i think 14 songs and consisting of 13 artists I've never heard of. <laughs> um, the one exception being Tony Molina, who oh, I'm, nice. I'm a big fan of, and I've actually even seen him live. Oh, uh, I love yeah. that song. Once in a while I still can see Which, The one that I put on there, um, yeah, I've been, I've been, I, like, the problem with this playlist was it was like, probably my top 14 songs of the week that I couldn't decide between. And so I just like threw them on a playlist for you and was like, let's just do it, let's just yeah. do it all, all at once. Why not? It, it all runs. Um, my, I mean, my next favorite song was actually the one right before Overgrown Garden, which was Danger Baby by Palm Poco. Oh, excellent. I'm glad you liked that one. I, which, thought, I thought that might run for you. Yeah, it ran. It, it kind of sounded like if the the broken social scene song anthems for a 17 year old girl was, was recorded in an American Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Like by deer hoof or something. Yeah. It was, it was great. I liked it. Um, I liked it all. I think, um, 
so yeah, we'll we'll share that. And uh, I don't have any other other standouts. Those are the the free standouts. I think um, favorite right. artist name slash song title was "You're My Baby" with two of the three words spelled wrong by Ricky E. Acid. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's got a little little sort of uh, like like beat to it. jazz core type of feel to it or something i I was really bummed when when the headphones weren't working because i was excited to accompany this exercise with playlist but i think this whatever this um (laughs) lo-fi collection was the listening was enhanced by having one non-working headphone and having the whatever the crappy music in the gym pa playing in one ear (laughs) i I kept the non-functional headphone in though so it kind of blocked out some of that sound so i could still mostly just hear uh, half of the stereo mix <laughs> for your playlist. Nice. Well, yeah. we can we can go ahead and just rename the playlist uh, the like something along the lines of the official like strides playlist of of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Um, we we have a little description of the workout in there too, so our listeners can can listen and follow along just 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 like you did. Yeah, yeah. Please try uh, try at home and tell us how it works for you. If the exercise is successful, if the songs run, yeah. Um, if overgrown garden totally kills it <laughs> halfway for you, or or if it enhances your your exercise. I I, I think it's awesome. I think I think Brandon Eater is going to be very excited to to learn that um, that this album runs. Yeah, and we'll tag him so he'll he'll be aware at least. Um, in case he didn't in case he didn't know before in case he didn't know um excellent well that was a good that's like uh what was that that was also our first our first new segment um what's it called it's called talking about that workout that we just heard about (laughs) talking about that workout that we just heard about i forgot to write a new theme song for that um although you know maybe there's time to do it before editing this episode so we'll see maybe maybe the theme song is going to is going to pop in right here. That would be amazing. Yeah, also maybe I mean, not. <laughs> it, 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 it is amazing if it happened. Yeah, if that happened, that was super cool. And if not, it's understandable that that's asking a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say no hard feelings if it doesn't happen. Well, yeah, it might happen on the next time the segment appears a few episodes from now. Yeah, as um, we talked about last week, you never know what's going to happen. This is really, I mean, it's become really advanced podcasting where you're doing like double segments. You're doing, you know, song of the week. Uh, you're doing talking about that workout that we just heard about. You're, you're kind of fitting it all in. I mean, you throw zero sandals on and, and yeah. something major happens. Yeah, exactly. It's one thing. It's a, it's a real Rube Goldberg yeah. <laughs> of an experience. Um, yeah. Half a gear that's, that's not working. Yeah, uh-huh. making it work with despite the zero units. Yeah, I get, and I guess <laughs> devoted if, to zero units. And if the rating is zero, units aren't really necessary, are they? Yeah. So it's no, just a, no no units of measurement. Yeah, it's a zero um, zero kelvins. <laughs> and yeah. the, Kel- the real an absolute zero. An absolute zero. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's. I mean, that sounds like a great weekend running. Yeah. Okay. Well, how was your weekend running? You know, it was, it was, it was interesting. I, I, cause I was coming into the week, um, feeling a little bit less prepared than I, than I hoped, uh, for the, the big race tomorrow. And, 
had actually a good run on Monday. I, on Monday, I just sort of like went out and did what sort of like the style and pace I hope to replicate largely tomorrow, which is a lot of just like take it easy, go like go into fast hiking mode on the uphills, get some speed where I can on the downhills, see where it kind of averages out. And that that run felt really good. It was a, you know, granted, it was a much shorter version of it. But then I went out on Tuesday and my legs just felt awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's going to happen. I was, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, cause Monday's workout was not intense. It should not have, it should not have like crushed me, but I went out again yesterday. So I got three, three good days of like solid running in and, and, uh, yesterday, Wednesday, actually, I also did the, uh, the strides workout with the, oh, how did it, yeah. so how did it work for you? That was, a, that was great thinking for you to do it as well. I, I thought I'd give it a try. I mean, I had recommended it without really, without really experiencing it. Um, yeah, it went well. Um, I ended up doing 10 30 second strides on like a, I don't know, 50 minute run. And, um, and they all felt, they all felt pretty good and I'm feeling good right now. I took today to just sort of rest and travel. And, uh, and I think I'm, I think I'm ready to go. I'm, 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 I'm as ready as I'm going to be. So, uh, feeling good. Wow. Well, that, I mean, maybe that is a good segue into talking about, um, why a rest day today is a good idea because you're in Intervale, New Hampshire, to run mm-hmm. the presidential traverse solo. Solo, yeah. Um, thankfully, with with a lot of help in terms of the setup. So the thing with a, a run like this is it's point to point, and they do have shuttles and stuff uh, from one side of the range to the other, back back to where my, my car is, is going to be. But um, coach friend I was originally going to do the run with, uh, he's not able to do the run, but he is very kind to meet me at, uh, 6 30 AM tomorrow at, at, uh, sort of the Crawford Depot, which is, which is the, the terminus where the end's going to run. And he's going to drive me back around to the start, um, where I'll, I'll do my run and, and he'll, um, he'll go do a hike with his, his daughter who's heading off to college next year. So, um, so yeah, he'll be able to spend some time with her. I'll, I'll, I'll do the Prezi and I'll have my car waiting for me at the end, which is, which is amazing. Um, and so real quick, you've mentioned it on previous episodes, but for maybe listeners just starting this week, the presidential traverse is what, a 23 mile? Well, so there's no defined like single route that is the presidential traverse. I think the presidential traverse involves hitting all of the peaks from, from Madison to Pierce. Okay. And there are multiple ways to do that. There's one that has become sort of the FKT route, which, which goes up, uh, Valley Run? I don't know. It goes up the other side from from where I'm going. I'm going up sort of the legacy, sort of like uh, original FKT route. But the other side has one that's like slightly more runnable at the start, um, but it's less natural. So you have to kind of like, you go up this one trail and then you have to kind of like double back, tag the peak of Madison and then go do the rest. This one kind of just goes right up over Madison and across. Um, in the middle is Mount Washington um, not the tallest peak in, in the Northeast or in the East coast, but I, I think probably the most extreme most would, most would agree. And, uh, and then it finishes on Pierce. There is an option on Pierce to keep going and do one or two more mountains. I'm guessing that's probably not what I'm going to do. I'll probably just go down 
uh, one of the classic sort of trails of the White Mountains, the Crawford Path, and continue that down to uh, to the end. So we'll see. So if I do the route as described there, it's it's about 19 miles. There's options to make it like 21, 22. And what's the elevation? Um, between like somewhere between like 8,500 and 9,000 feet wow. of gain. So this is so, crazy. That's a crazy race. <laughs> It's a crazy race. Um, and the, the, the peaks are named after U.S. presidents. That's why it's the presidential traverse. I don't know if they're all presidents, but but yeah, most of them are. That's that's why it's the presidential traverse. Um, I like how uh, it's it's a lot. You know, it's Madison and it's it's Washington. It's a lot of the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. And then it's and then I think it's Franklin Pierce. Oh, and yeah. He, and he's he's in there just because he's from New Hampshire. Right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any, if, if any uh, listeners can, can tell us something Franklin Pierce did other than being born in a, a, a dirt cabin in New Hampshire, please <laughs> let us know. But, I'm, you know, to I'm not day, aware. The, the only American president from New Hampshire, um, other than the fictional character in the West Wing, uh, who I think uh, was also from New Hampshire. Really? Yeah. The president. I've never seen it. Um, um, President Martin Sheen. President Martin Sheen, yeah. <laughs> nice. um, a modern day Franklin Pierce. Uh, I always thought he was supposed to be like a Yankee Bill Clinton. Yeah, I think a little bit of both. I think I think a Yankee Bill Clinton fashioned in the style of of Franklin Pierce. If only he weren't a fictional character, and we could actually vote for this man. Yeah. Well, some people probably do. So let's let's be careful. Uh, in, in an era of such deep fakes. Um, we don't want people actually going out and voting uh, for this individual. That's that's true, and that's a little bit of a teaser for something coming next year, which will be the Power Motion Picnic Hour presidential endorsement. <laughs> when, <laughs> when we finally get to it, we haven't because we haven't podcasted during a political season yet, have we? We haven't. We've we've stayed relatively clear of religion and politics. We've ostensibly talked most mostly about running while while veering horribly off off, talk, off topic uh, often. We've talked about, I think, one politician, which is Bernie Sanders, but that's because he ran a 437 mile in high school. Yes. And that's, yeah. you know, we would talk about anybody who we were aware of who could run that fast of a mile. Speaking of which, I did, we did sort of in our uh, last episode with, with Pierce, we, we learned a lot about race walking and yeah. we, we sort of postulated on air that the fastest race walking mile probably beat both of our mile times, at least I think I, I came out with that, that, uh, uh, that's what you that, said. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did say that I said probably. And so should we tell the listener? Um, what, what the fastest walk race mile time is? Yeah. It's, it's five thirty one Oh eight. I think we both looked it up. I see, you've, I see you've been researching your Tom Bosworth. <laughs> exactly. When I first, Saw Tom Bosworth, world record holder for race walking. At first, I thought it said Tom Bosley, who's uh, the father from the old TV show Happy Days. And I was like, "Wow, son of a gun!" Must have been, must have been in his earlier, you know, pre Happy Days days. But then I saw it was Tom Bosworth, and it was, I think, what six years ago, something like that. Um, so yeah, Tom Tom managed to beat both of us running as a race walker but but not pierce pierce with their 513 uh beat beat tom yeah that is actually i'm glad that at least somebody from 
our you know our collection of popular runners uh, is it is a faster runner than Tom Bosworth is a walker. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's good to know that there are walkers out there that that are that good. When I was looking it up, my thinking was, I will whatever this world record is, I will make this my goal for a mile. And but then learning that it was five thirty one. I don't know if I can do a 531. I guess it's still my goal, but it sounds like a harder goal than when I thought it was going to be a slower time. Let's let's do it. Let's make it our goal. Okay. Um, I mean, it'll take some training. It'll take it'll take some more stride workouts. Um, eventually, we'll need more songs. Probably a second playlist, but I think we can do it. And we should maybe work this into the upcoming community mile that we talk about all the time and have done nothing to plan. Uh, <laughs> but we're still targeting August. Yeah, we've put it out there in the universe. Um, other other than that, no actual planning. And I think that's kind of maybe that's the way we'll like. Um, we won't have like you won't finish in like first, second, third, fourth. There'll just be two places you could finish, which is faster than Tom Bosworth or slower than Tom <laughs> Bosworth. <laughs> so that's those are the two options. You know, there's two categories and there's two medals you you can get. Everyone gets a medal, but one is is not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Not we'll bad. We, we, we can I mean, always we can always modify. We don't want people to be disappointed at the community mile uh, when Pierce is the only one to to beat Tom. True. Uh, yeah, unless listener Jim shows up. So uh, just I mean maybe a quick shout out to listener yeah. Jim. Just just com- completed uh, one of the the ultras that we we heard about um, when he was special guest number one. Oh, you're talking about um, popular runner Jim Pergolesi. Yes, popular runner Jim Perglisi com- competed uh, in many on the Jenny. I think got a top ten finish, running half the race in sandals, and this was like a fifty miler. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, I did check in with him um, okay. because I said I, I had, I had a, another another outbound mailbag. I said what. Was was there any satanic themed element to the run? And he said no, and that it was an oversight. <laughs> that's great! Wow, that's exciting. That's a good, I'm glad we're getting these kind of updates. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the kind. Of, yeah, this is the kind of thing we need. Well, that's that's exciting. I I don't know though. I mean, and is he is he known as a fast mile runner, or is he is he only you know known as as fast in the you know, one to two hundred mile range? I think, I mean, that's his specialty. But I think, I think he's one of those rare runners that would also beat Tom Bosworth uh, in a mile. Well, I hope we find out, <laughs> and I, I hope, I hope lots of people can do it at the community mile. But also, I just hope everybody has a good time. Everybody has a good time. That's the main measure. Yeah. Um, maybe like I don't know, we could have some system at the end, like good time or not, and then just sort of some sort of bifurcation there. But. Um, Anyway, yeah, so I guess, I mean, one other mailbag. Um, oh, let's do it. Yeah, Benet, our, uh, our favorite runner from the, from the Hard Rock with, with, his, uh, with his famous encounter with the, the bear, uh, who did not speak French, um, actually reposted our, our post as a story. That's awesome. Yeah, that was, I feel like, a, a, it's a real high point in the history of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. And I, I would go on to, to respond to Benet um, with a poorly Google translated uh, uh, question. So translated into French that okay. said something like, 
would you like to come on our non-traditional running podcast, the Power Motion Picnic Hour, which got a scene, but no response. So I'm guessing it was just a translation error. Yeah, so maybe maybe um, maybe we'll try to learn how to say it uh, in French on air. I've been practicing my French on Duolingo, so Ooh, so maybe okay. next next week since Benet is is a listener now, we can assume. Yes, we can, we can ask formally at, at next week's new segment that we're um, <laughs> that we're well, you know yeah yeah Benet Benet um, does not speak great English. So the way Benet listens to Power Motion Picnic Hour is actually through his translator, just listening and, and, and sort of then translating it for him. I um, I was thinking it would be difficult for us to pull off such a technical thing as not only a special guest, which we, we already struggle with, but also with a translator. But I mean, I guess we'll figure it out. We, we, we got to, it's sort of like, uh, my French is good enough. You know, <laughs> necessity is the mother of invention. What did you take in, in high school Spanish? I took Spanish, yeah. I did too, um, but I, I've been to France a couple times, and uh, you associate more with the French language now as a as a fortissimo in one. Yeah, I identify more with it, and my my ear understands far less of it. Um, <laughs> but, but I I might know more vocab in French because French vocab, uh, as as Alexander Dumas once said, ah, English is just French mispronounced. <laughs> uh, so and it it really is or, or the other way around i i don't know enough about the uh development of the languages that's not my my forte saying french it's just english it's all the same words it's, it's all the same yeah. um so i mean i guess i a couple things we could do here i've got um i think we talked a little bit about the controversy there's so there's no official presidential traverse there's there's different variations you can go north to south south to north you can also do it in different seasons uh recently there was a what would have been an fkt set set in winter but when the the gps file was was analyzed it it seemed that in winter you can sort of like cut across what is the established path and like go sort of more like of a direct route and so there was too much of that where it was just too freeform to 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 qualify. So, a decision was made that 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 you know sort of you have to you have to sort of divide the FKT summer winter north south like all these different dimensions because there's no uh, objectively fair way to to say like this is the presidential diverse. I, I personally think it should just be you tag these nine peaks or whatever it is from like I don't know establish like a start and end point that's reasonable and uh and like otherwise like so much of it there's variables that are always going to be there weather you know all kinds of stuff right so yeah but i'm not i'm not the uh i have no actual say in the matter yeah no yeah it's it's you're it's not you're not deciding but i think you raise a lot of good points and as listeners to our our adjacent podcast um local ski areas of Massachusetts would know when we go on, when we go on tangents in that podcast to talk about local ski areas in New Hampshire, I mean, conditions are, are the whole story really with yeah. skiing, skiing in New Hampshire or Massachusetts. Yeah. And there's a whole, I mean, we could have more conversation about like, um, you know, every FKT there's like in the report afterwards, it's like, well, like in the, the weather was this or that and could have been better, but like, that's never actually the case. Right. So you just like, that's yeah. part of, that's part of it. 
but um and that's the no excuses approach to running which is when you when you step in a, a puddle and completely soak your right foot at the midway point of a race you then go and run your pr you run your pr and tomorrow all i'm going for is maximum fun um if i'm lucky i might get an okt for for whatever the date is july 28th it might be the only known uh, oh nice presidential time tomorrow i'm not sure at least for the classic uh the classic dolly cop uh to crawford route so we'll we'll see um but um um should we do you want to i mean i can go in the gear shed i could i could take you for a little little preview of the pack if uh yeah if, that's if a great might. idea yeah that's that's i didn't even i didn't even think about that since i'm I'm never running anything this long or, or this well, uh, wildernessy. There was, um, I don't know. There was a, this was a, I think I feel like it was an Instagram like meme account maybe. Um, so not a rival podcast or or a or a um, you know a friend podcast, but but just a just a meme running account that that had some post about like um, you know somebody like being like oh like ultra marathons are basically just, you know, they're just like marathons except for like the, the snacks are much better and you can just run a lot slower. Um, <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. And that's, yeah. that's basically what tomorrow is. Like I'm, I'm hoping to do, I'm hoping to eat some mashed potatoes that I'm about to cook, uh, put, put them in a little like baby food pouch. And that's, that's probably like a good 400, 500 calories. I've you mean you're going to eat that while you're out there? Well, I'm out there. You're going to yeah. be taking a bite back. Ah, oh, that's good running. That's good running. That's like, a good runner. Because once I get over like two, three hours, you have to keep 300, 400 calories uh, per hour. Oh, um, sure. I know all about that from being a slower marathon runner. <laughs> slower marathon runner, exactly. Yeah. You start pushing the time. So I got some mashed potatoes. I got uh, not part of the taper, actually just part of the effort itself. I got a blueberry muffin I'm oh, pretty yeah. excited about. Um, a bunch of goose. Um Got a Bobo's, uh, possible future sponsor Bobo's, uh, Oat Bar. Oh, yeah. Um, Somebody's got to take Skull Candy's spot on the, <laughs> on the sponsorship portion of, of this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I was about to say something derogatory about, about Skull Candy, but I, I came up short um, just in case they, they're still interested. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a, a grand overture uh, apology would, would still certainly be welcome. Yeah, I mean the the Power Motion Picnic Hour edition that actually corrects the volume and um, both earpods working issue would, would you know we're we're all about that. Yeah. Um, but let's see. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's. I mostly wanted to take you through the food. I guess other than that, there's some water. Um, Do you have any maple goo? <laughs> I don't. I'm all out. So oh, I could yeah. just got some regular goos. I might squeeze some of the goos into like its own little like mini like eight to ten ounce sort of water bottle and then like mix that. it with some water just so I have like a, a quick goo like uh, system. I like that. What about uh, you got bananas? I got a banana for before. I'll probably yeah. eat that on the way to the trail along with some oatmeal. Um, what do you what do you um what are you having when when you wake up? Are you going to have breakfast? Yeah, I'll eat some oatmeal, a banana. Um, I was thinking about throwing some macadamia nuts, maybe in some yogurt. Um, I, I don't want to like load up too much, but I'll probably I'll probably 
start with like yeah like a 400 calorie breakfast something like that this is like an ultra style i mean it's an ultra approach to run like and i feel like ultra runners are just like they'll start naming things like what you're naming and but then they're just eating candy and stuff right (laughs) (laughs) then they're just like 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 we've talked about swedish fish yeah i did get a a coca-cola which i I don't usually (laughs) drink soda but I, i might have that afterwards or maybe even a little bit tonight we'll see yeah I feel like um, ultra runners are just out there, just like eating ring dings and stuff, <laughs> just throwing throwing back devil dogs. Future sponsored drinks, <laughs> <laughs> anything for the calories. Um, yeah. And then uh, I don't know. I guess the uh, this has been a pretty boring gear shed. I thought this was going to be more exciting, but I, I guess the last thing is uh, it was relatively... it wasn't really gear shed. It was more like uh, it was more like shopping cart <laughs> shopping cart analysis. <laughs> Inside the ultra shopping cart, yeah, um, I've got a, a relatively new pair of shoes. I mean, we've we've come up short of reviewing shoes, but I, I am excited to to give the uh, the Solomon Ultra Glide two uh, pair that I got, and I've been running them in them the last couple of weeks, so I've got you know twenty plus miles. But I, I'm pretty excited to take them out uh, tomorrow, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. I can't wait to hear about that. I'm a big fan of Solomon as a brand. Um, mm-hmm. or just their equipment. And I haven't, but when I say that, I should say I'm still skiing the same pair of Solomon skis I bought in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> and that's still my, my primary pair. See, I was saying earlier, I don't like to, you know, like I, I had my last phone for six years. Well, I've had yeah. my, I've had my skis for 24 years. The, uh, the problem, like we learned with, with running shoes after we both replaced our 10 year old running shoes is that you then just start buying like a bunch of them. So Hang on to those skis as long as you can. Oh yeah, for sure. I, when when I was a kid, my 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 dad was always out there skiing in these Rosignols that he got in the seventies, nice. and I thought that was crazy. They were, they were it was absurd. And like now, I'm skiing on on skis that are much older than he was on when I was a kid. So <laughs> so yeah, whatever that means, uh, that's what happened. Well, um, we we still have to. We've kind of talked vaguely about getting you out for a trail run and i guess there's Mm. opportunities to do like sort of some smaller stuff um when you're up in in my neck of the woods we can do some of that but uh eventually doing a an event i mean we talked to popular ultra runner jim pergolese about maybe going out to the adirondacks uh the grand traverse i think if we're going to do that we should work up to it with some smaller stuff but uh yeah maybe maybe we can think about that a little bit off pod Um, i like that yeah maybe i'll go to REI and just start trying on Solomon trail shoes. <laughs> just start trying on shoes. I enjoyed my experience trying on zero sandals in, in the store. So I mean, yeah. best, to, best to prepare now. You're going to need it eventually. <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess I think what well, it looks like we're running out of time somehow. This one just it's, it's by. But uh, but yeah, next time we'll have an update. We'll see how the how the run goes, how the race goes. Um, uh, I don't know. What do we usually say? Um. You usually say it, but I think this week I'm comfortable. Uh, do you want to say it? Yeah, to all our listeners in the U.S. and Belgium, onward.
special guest. A Yankee Bill Clinton. This is the power.